I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Radio. Well, you know, at the Bullring Shopping Centre, there's a smile on every face. And um, welcome to uh, Not the Weekend podcast. I'm Frank Skinner, and I'm with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. <coughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you think Pathé News will uh, track you down <laughs> and demand some sort of court case? Is that where that's come from? Well, it isn't from there, but they did use uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was their little trademark, wasn't it? Yeah. I liked the person that emailed thinking that we'd picked it because it sounded like a cockerel saying Alan Cochran rather than just someone Googled cockerel sound effect or something, <laughs> yeah. whatever happened. What a marvellous thing the 21st century is that we can Google cockerel sound effect. It's someone amazing, had t- it? said to me when I was 12, one day you'll be able to Google cockerel sound effect. I'd have laughed in their faces. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was very ill when I was 12. <laughs> I mean, a lot of children would have questioned what well, what Google meant, and et cetera, et cetera. I'd have just laughed. Mm. They were very worried about me and my parents. <laughs> I'll be, and then, you know, I actually had an imaginary enemy, which was quite unusual at school. <laughs> In fact, he wasn't really an enemy. He was just someone imaginary who was quite indifferent to me. <laughs> so... Um, um, yes, it's sort of just something happened then, technically. What happened? But a lot of people would cop this and then edit this bit out, but I... We like to in. keep the we'll innards. In, yeah, we? leave it in. We love the entrails. God, yeah. you know, people like the odd gaff, and when they're getting on and off bosses and, you know... Mm-hmm. People like the odd gaff as well. Do you they? know what they say about gaffs? Well, I know what the pub landlord says about them. <laughs> <laughs> my gaff, my rules, I believe. Exactly. And this is, if you want to leave in that little bit where you thought something was happening technically, then do. Yeah. It's your gaff your rules, isn't it? I like the idea that it's, it's, it's a bit like the news of the world um, with our listeners, is that mm. we almost don't know they're listening. And they, just, they, get, they get everything. <laughs> they're eavesdropping on <laughs> us. Yeah, they are. They're eavesdropping. Yeah, we have, we have no idea. I had a weird thing this week where um, I, I woke up a bit bleary-eyed and read an email. I... I sometimes go to a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown for dim sum. Loads of, loads of details here. Let me just get this. <laughs> All right, let's take this one step at a time. Email, Chinese restaurant. And the, the News of the World story has been in the news a lot, obviously, and yeah. it was on the telly at the time, and I bleary-eyed opened an email that my mate had sent, because where we go for dim sum is a Chinese restaurant called The New World, and he oh. said the new world has shut down because of a mice infestation. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this sort of bleary moment. The news of the world has shut down because of a mice infestation. I In thought, fact, it was a vice infestation. Exactly. Oh, very, was a good, very good, Very mm. good. Very good. That's why he's got that walk of... Uh, that's that star on the Birmingham Walk of Fame. <laughs> yes. Because he says things like that. I feel we should put some sort of proviso in here for people who uh, might be put off now, the new world, because the idea <laughs> that it's running with rodents. It's I shut presume. down. It's shut yeah, but will it come back? I think it'll come back when they get rid of the rodents. So don't when they know. get rid of the rodents, I'd like two of the managers <laughs> say that. <laughs> so anyway... I went to um, I went to the, the British. Film. I'm moving on. Can't you? Don't you know when I'm moving on? 
I went to the... That's what uh, all your exes have said. I went to... <laughs> exactly. It's usually shouted over my shoulder. I've never done it face on before. I'm just peering around my knapsack going up the uh, garden path. The f- obviously the front garden, not the back garden. What do you think I'm going to leave over the back fence, over, over through the school? Yeah, oh, you mind? You thought that was worse yeah, than Frank, it was. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so I um, I went to the British Film Institute. Um, oh, lovely! Uh, it's been ten days ago now to see um, to see a guy called Sergey uh, Krikalev. Oh, now you might you might not know. Everything Sir, all right? Sergey. <laughs> he's a bit Krikalev, but he'll, he'll be all right. <laughs> he um, he's a he's a Russian person. Oh, I assume so. He's a former cosmonaut. Oh, and uh, what's the difference between an astronaut and a cosmonaut? Well, an astronaut is an American um, person that goes is into that space, right? and a Russian is a cosmonaut. I don't know is why they. Right? Yeah, yeah. Know it's a bit like. Um, you and know, what's an astrologist then? Is that connected? An astrologist is Russell Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Has, I did know that really. Has, has never been into space. No. But may well be uh, in some terrible vacuum. I haven't seen him for. <laughs> What happened yeah. to Russell Grant? He hasn't been in space, but he takes up a lot of it, I believe. Well, hold on, he hogs harsh. it. He, he hogs space. <laughs> He's a big lad. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, Sergei Krikalev is the man who spent more, um, well, the human being who spent more time in space than, than any other human being. He's, I think it's something like 811 days he spent mm. in space. Not consecutively. I think his record no. was at 308 or something mm. consecutive. But, wow. I mean... These are long periods. If oh. you like, Laker was up and down. The dog, like, Laker the dog, who I think we spoke about the other week. <laughs> Love who, Laker. Uh, it, well, he actually never came. He never. Well, he came back, but only his smouldering carcass. <laughs> he wasn't the same. <laughs> he was never the same since that trip. As comebacks go, never incorporate your your smouldering carcass. <laughs> is, a, is a general rule for yeah. comebacks. That's <laughs> the rule I for show business Tom and space jo- travel. Tom Jones' son, who doubles as his manager, <laughs> probably said this when, when they were about to do a cover of uh, Prince's uh, Kiss. He said, I, I think you should do it, Dad, but um, let's avoid your uh, smouldering carcass <laughs> idea. <laughs> OK, well, you know, just put it on the back burner if you, if you get me. Oh, that, That's a uh, little insight there to the <laughs> life of the Joneses. So anyway, um, what was I talking? Oh yes, yeah, Sergey. He, he spent. Uh, he spent. Laker. I'm, I was mm. thinking. Laker the dog got mentioned. Actually, someone asked about. Oh, mentioned in dispatches. Right. Lovely. Laker the dog. <laughs> um, and according to Sergey, the mistake they made with him was um, they left the um, the windows just about an open about half an inch at the top, <laughs> so he'd be all right. And. Um, <laughs> That didn't. That, it's no good in space. No, that wasn't. So that was it close. interesting, Frank? It was. It was. I it do was, like the way you broaden your mind with these things. Well, I, I, I think I said recently that I think um, the Russian space race might be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, following the dog tooth check fringes, um, yep. designer Wellingtons, the mankle, the mankle. Yeah. Uh, is it know. so hot right now? What Russian is a man- space race? What is a mankle? It's I the man ankle. You know, the uh, the young gentlemen are wearing the. Chinos rolled up, displaying a bit of ankle. Oh, okay. the mankle, isn't it? Mm, he knows all the words. That's very uh, on trend. Oh, I isn't thought it? it was the manacle, and I was quite intrigued. Oh, the, mm. yeah. <laughs> That's another story. Speaking of crazy wordplay, do you think anyone ever described um, Mid Ewer as that man Ewer? 
<laughs> anyway, so um, the first thing, even though um, this man stood up, um, Sergei um, Krikalev, and he stood up and he was going to, you know, he, it's kind of incredible to see someone who spent that much time in space. And yeah. it, all I could concentrate on was how big his chinos were. Oh. They were... You know, you know, there's something, there's something, I don't know what they make chinos out of, but sometimes they're not just baggy. <laughs> they look like a sort of, they look like someone's taken a picture of you of a larger scale than life uh, wearing chinos and then cut out the chinos and then you're standing behind that cutout. <laughs> it was so big. The chinos, look, I, I don't think he's let... If he stood right, if he got himself positioned, his legs would not be touching Chino at any point. <laughs> oh, wow. That's clown trousers. Really? He could stand Chino. within... Oh, yeah, they were enormous thing. I suppose, he you know... He must he have like, made his hips look big, Frank. Well, of course, they, they did close <laughs> at the belt. don't like a man with hips. It's one of my worst things, Alan. You don't? No. You don't like hips? No, they? men with it, kind of like female hips. Don't like oh, that. I like right. a snake-hipped man. You right. and Frank are fine. Yep. It's the, it's the current okay. fashion as well, mm, I think you'll yeah. agree, with the youth. No, you're both very... You're both absolutely spot-on in that area. Oh, I'm... Oh, I'm I'm snaky hipped. I don't think yeah. anyone would uh, would argue with the fact the skin comes off them twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I couldn't get over I finally got over the chinos and then started to listen to what he was saying. Um, <laughs> About how long in? <laughs> probably, I probably spent, I'd say, between 12 and 15 minutes just looking at the chinos. Can I ask Thinking, is he suddenly going to jump out of them in a fabulous sort of Russian... <laughs> Acrobatic troop with one of those jetpacks from the James Bond film. Exactly. <laughs> and he's got like a smaller pair of chinos. And it's the old Russian dot. It's the Russian chinos is the is the new thing. And he'll steadily, steadily get out till it till he's got a pair of mankle chinos on. <laughs> but Frank, quite seriously, do you think he is used to he's used to wearing the sort of astronaut garb, of isn't he? He's often in baggy stuff. Yes, yeah. he doesn't Space like a, a Ronnie Wood TJ. No, he but, wants space to move around. Well, you're right. I mean, he's um, TJ tight jean. Yes, <laughs> his um, his shirt was. When you come to mention it, his his shirt wasn't. That was quite voluminous as well. Was it chambray? I he see had, him in chambray. He had. He had. I tell you what, he had. He had. Um, he had a shirt which, if I was not mistaken, I wasn't in the front row, mm. but I I would not be surprised. Sounds like no one was with those chinos. <laughs> well. <laughs> They were they sat amongst the chinos, <laughs> the people in the first three rows. This is a festival. Yeah, but from where I was, I I would say there's a, a strong possibility that his uh, shirt was brushed denim. <gasps> oh. oh, fabulous! But you know, Russia. <laughs> and the, how old would this man be? Because the chinos a risk at a certain age, isn't it? Well, it's um, he's uh, oh, that's the chindits oh, you're <laughs> thinking of. They were a risk. Um, I'd say he was about my age. Oh, right. mm. so he's, he's probably Ford, still Ford, in, Ford, 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 still in control. Me, yeah, yeah. He, he looked. At, oh, there was no marking on the chinos. Right, mm. yeah. you could wet yourself in those chinos and wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't reach wouldn't reach the outer. <laughs> so just run down your leg. Um, oh, it reminds me of a song my dad used to sing. I like McLeight McLeggin. Ike McGlight McLeggin. Ike McGlight McLeggin. They took him to school and he stood like a fool and wet right down his legging. Beautiful. <laughs> so, given a cosmonaut twist. It's had a remix. He was. Uh, then he said, "Now go, now go and scrub your teeth with salt." <laughs> exactly. 
So he was accompanied, um, Sergey, by, um, I don't know if you remember, the only, I believe she's the only UK um, astronaut. I don't know if we had our own. We didn't have cosmonaut or astronaut because we were We had no money, love. No, but we didn't have a name for them because there's only one. No. Um, I don't know what she'd have been. Space, space and well, you're right, Frank. It depends who she was. If she, if she was well, with she Russia, was a, so she's a cosmonaut. So she was, a, yeah, she was a part-time cosmonaut. She yeah. went up with Sir. Anyway, Helen Sharman. Um, Helen Sharman. So somebody said to Helen, um, "Wow, it must have been a fabulously spiritual experience to be in space. I mean, to look down on Earth, to look around you, and the stars are right there." And um, she said, uh, "I think it's um, astronauts there." Not really, though, that kind of person. We're picked for our, <laughs> for our calmness yeah. more than anything else. Did and it really drained... <laughs> well, it, it took all the atmosphere out of it, which I suppose, again, <laughs> was something she was used to. But what, what a letdown. I thought, oh, God, space is wasted on, on the cosmonauts yes. and the astronauts. Yeah, she was so um, hang-dog about it, though. No, she did wear a well, tight Well, I suspect gym. you're absolutely right. There's no... <laughs> there's no... <laughs> There's not much emotional brain. I'm not suggesting there's no A words here. Yeah. But um, good at maths, obviously, mm. chemistry, things mm. like that. Mm. Not big on personal relationships, maybe. Better at, at that, that left brain. They're side interested of in space. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. they're interested in. Mm. Um, it's sort of what you'd, call, what you'd call black sky thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and they were both incredibly calm. You couldn't get anything. They, they weren't going to get romantic or poetic about it. No. And she said you wouldn't want someone like that with you in, in, in space. Someone so, like us, yeah. basically. Yeah, someone who thought, wow, this is great. Oh, yeah. yeah, can you imagine that, though? If you're in space for 308 days at a time and there's somebody else going... Look at this, it's brilliant! Oh, shut up. Yeah, I suppose. Trying to do a Sudoku. <laughs> Not look out the window. <laughs> well, I don't know if I ever told you about my uh, two-man mission to Mars. No, you with haven't. With Timmy Mallet. <laughs> that was a bit like that. You have got a lot of stories, though. Yeah. <laughs> They're not all quite like that. Yeah, the, some of them are. The capsule, um, it was a split windscreen, bright red frame. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and off we went. A Wyand design on the outer case. Of course, yeah. yeah. Now, I am, um, as, as I think I mentioned before, I, you know, I am a child of the space race, so I get very, very excited about it. I remember leaving my house in Albright Road, 35 Albright Road. Um, Wally, no, it makes me cry when I think of Wally West Midlands. <laughs> It wasn't really my childhood. I was probably about 20, and I was just oh. up, making my way up. up that up. makes me cry for different reasons, that part of your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the old guy who lived next door went, there it is, look, there it is, po- pointing at the sky. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know, who are you? <laughs> um, no, and I looked up, and there was the space shuttle <gasps> on the back of a jumbo jet. On no. the back of it. No. Yeah. Riding, riding. It went over Birmingham. Oh. I didn't oh. land. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, you're aware of this. It was a sort of a, a, yeah. a goodwill trip. It went oh, around Frank. on the back. Not dissimilar to when I graft the smaller piece of soap onto a larger <laughs> cake of soap. That's in what the I call the Michael Collins type area. What? What the? Um, that shuttle bit. It's like the extra bit, isn't it? Well, Michael Collins was the man who, obviously, as, as, mm. as I think we all know, the he, loner. Apollo Eleven. He was. He had to stay and pilot while the other two went on the uh, on the moon. I think of that as my role on this show. If oh come! No, <laughs> oh, not having that. I well. just did that. Say so you said that. Oh, well, well, we both. But Frank, I tell you what doesn't appeal to me. We about wouldn't have a woman driver, would we? 
well, I seem to have done... I seem to have uh, opened the script to the Lightly Lads. <laughs> I my mother, my mother was in that. Um, right. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Frank, I'll tell you what doesn't appeal to me about space. It's just very dark and quiet. And I'm a loud sun worshipper. So yeah. to me, it's sort of everything I despise. Well, the sun definitely. is there. Well, that's true, but you don't get the benefit. <laughs> There's no loungers. <laughs> no loungers. No Soho House loungers. I'm trying to get a tan in a space you. suit. No. <laughs> I, I think what we've learned here is that it is not the holiday for you. <laughs> <laughs> You won't be saying that when the Virgin Space Galactic. thing starts. I've you'll got be, contacts as well. Yeah, you'll be yeah. desperate. Frank's been invited on that. No. Yeah, he has. He doesn't yeah. want to go, he's scared. Um, well, no, you say that, but I'm... Uh, if I did get asked, I don't think I'd be able to refuse because I think I'd spend the rest of my life torturing myself for the fact that I'd uh, missed out on that opportunity. Well, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of these people who goes on the radio and says, send me a free bra. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Still waiting for that bra. Frank, um... I'd like at this point to read out an email we received. Well, I'll make myself comfortable. Please do. <laughs> it's from Luke Thomas. He's noticed that you have an unlikely look-alike. He sent a picture. Now, obviously, this being radio, I'm afraid mm. our listeners won't be able to see the picture, but they can Google it when they but hear I've the name. I've always thought there aren't enough look-alike jokes on radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but most people have an idea of what you look like. Well, well yeah, they can so, find out. Yeah. Google images. Um... This character that you look like, Luke sent the picture of him. He says, need I say more? It's a link to a Wikipedia page. And it's he's an 18th century political economist called David Ricardo. Yes. Um, he does really look like you. He really does. I love the idea that I look like an 18th century political economist. <laughs> I can't great. believe no-one's brought this up before. <laughs> Me neither, because in a certain light, David Baddiel looks like Adam Smith. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> Pure Adam Both Smith, credited right? with systemising economics. Do you yes. think I could get lookalike work? <laughs> <laughs> to be brought on, you know, say if you was at, uh, I don't know, um, London School of Economics um, Christmas party. <laughs> Get, come on in a three-cornered hat to a you know a big <laughs> raucous round of applause. That shindig. That sounds like the party to go to. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Never mind your invite. I from think the, it's, uh, it's the only party flight. to go to if you're a David Ricardo lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get asked out much. You're not going to do the uh, the only ways Essex after no. show, <laughs> are you? True enough. True but enough. Frank, I thought that was quite a strange name for. Can, a... can you imagine Amy Child saying, "Blimey, <laughs> I thought that was David Ricardo when you came in." <laughs> Who do you think you are, David Ricardo? <laughs> Frank, um, yeah, it's a str it was an unusual name, quite a sort of louche name, I thought, for an 18th century economist. More Coco Cabana character. <laughs> exactly. Don't you think, David yeah. Ricardo? Yeah, he could be. He could have been the third person on Blind Date, David Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball hat and spandex. I um, I, I looked him up. Oh yeah, because I was, I was, I'm always intrigued. I mean, people pretend that they, they go, no, oh, you know, people always say I look like, but in fact, they're very thrilled to look like someone else. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Mm. If you tell anyone they look like someone else, but there was a guy I met who uh, he did actually he did the the, the Lee Mack show, and um, he looks like um, Nick Cage. Oh yeah, except he's completely bald. Okay. Now Nick Cage. Uh, no, not is it? Have I got the right bloke, Nick Cage? The oh actor. no, darling. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, in Las Vegas. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he looked like him, but he, I say he was completely bald. Nick Cage has had a hair weave, right? So he looked like 
I didn't make this point. He looked like the Nick Cage that Nick Cage doesn't want to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage has had quite a bit of expensive surgery to avoid looking <laughs> like this lookalike. So it's it's the sort of um, the picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> he should live in in Nick Cage's attic, which I imagine would be quite a, quite a place. The old. Um, Lisa Marie Presley pictures lying around in the dust. Yeah. Oh, absolutely wonderful. One thing I noticed when I, uh, when I looked up David Ricardo's <laughs> um, Wikipedia thing, apart from the fact that he looks a bit like me, mm. is that he, uh, he, he's had a list of uh, friends and associates, um, one oh, of yeah. whom was a man I've never heard of, but it was called Richard Conversation <laughs> Sharp. <laughs> Was he, a, was he an 18th century local radio DJ or something? <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know, but I hate him, Alan. No, I, 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 that was I Richard, hate him. That was Richard Conversation <laughs> Doll. <laughs> Not Richard Conversation Doll. Frank, shot. I know that he was a pub bore. No, I, I think that. You know when you get, like, boxers with names like um, Iron... Well, actually... Iron Mike Tyson the, is at the beginning. But get things in the mm. middle, mm. like um, Carl the Truth Williams, I always really liked. <laughs> Alan the Cockerel Cochran. Yeah, That's exactly. Sort of Alan the Co- Dave, Death of, Death of a Clown Davis, the uh, lead guitarist with the Kings. Oh. Mm. That's what his brother always said, and now we've got a song from Dave, Death of... Death, I can't say Death of a Clown. Dave, Death of a Clown Davis. There it is, I've said it. We're not editing it out. No. It's staying in. So, um... Yeah, I, I love how marvellous to be your nickname is Conversation. <laughs> Richard Conversation Sharp. I bet he was good company. Do you? Oh, fuck. I hate him. Do you? <laughs> I've never hated anyone more violently. What, than Richard Conversation Sharp? <laughs> yeah. I know I would hate him. He's a pub bore. He'd wear a comedy Simpson socks. What He's a, awful. I think, you, I think you quite like. Um, I think she's called Sue Chitcha Atkins. <laughs> That's more you. <laughs> or Gavin Gossip O'Hara. I think oh, another yeah. one of your favourites. No. I, my dream is that one day, maybe in five, ten years' time, I'll be known as Frank Levitation Skinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Emily Nightmare Dean. Well, it's funny because I did think, so I don't think, I don't think it's good to choose your own um, no. nicknames. I think that's the, the, the kit. They say that Paul Ince, at, uh, when he was at Man United, decided to be called the governor yeah. and told people. But so, but I did have a think about if um, if it was commonplace to, to to give people that that middle bit in their names. Um, I, I had a, so I thought it would be what about this Alan Common Sense Cochrane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and uh, I thought Emily Eight for Eight Thirty Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so just a socialite. Oh, I it? like that. Yeah. yeah, I love that, Frank. And can I just say a great time? To get a table, you chose the right time. Well, well done. There you go. Mm. That's, that's so, it's a very hard time to get one. Yeah, I mean, mm. good. But uh, I'm I'm going to look further into Richard Conversation Sharp because he sounds really yeah. does sound like my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet. I him. like that you've bothered with the alliteration because, frankly, he didn't. Quite. Well, Emily eight for eight thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you. I like that. Whereas Richard Conversation Sharp, there's no alliteration there. He was lazy. Well, Alan it, uh, could call a child common sense. Yeah. Common, common sense Cochrane. Common yeah. sense It works Cochran really is, well. He's brilliant. Be my second born. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't have many lookalikes, but I have had a... Well, you, you do in Scandinavia. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I sometimes... 
There was a point. I should point out. I think when when Alan was on the show as a guest, mm-hmm. I, I'd been to um, Iceland, and he, he has he really does have that look of the Faroe Islands, Iceland type yes. of person. About well, him. I always thought I had a look of um, Olaf Melberg, who used to play <laughs> yeah. for um, yeah, <laughs> who was it Villa? Yeah. Um, but he had a far better beard than me. I got quite a bit of beard envy before he left. Um, Have you ever tried a beard? Alan? I've tried a beard, but it's not as good as Olaf's. No. Google no, images I'll... again. <laughs> for the, uh, for I like listener. you. I like you clean cart. I think Thank it's better. You. But I've uh, I've had a couple of mistaken identities this week where people uh, have thought I was I had a very strange moment where uh, my they didn't think you were the baseball correspondent. No. <laughs> but okay. I was at my brother's. Uh, house and he's only he lived there. For a, he's only lived there for a little while. <laughs> and he said, "Who are you?" <laughs> but he's, uh, did I say brother? I meant long lost brother. <laughs> estranged, estranged brother. Um, but his uh, he he lives in a in a house that is uh, rented by the 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 rectory. It's a it's a man of the cloth, and uh, he he oh. lives there. But he hasn't lived there for very long. So he I'm lives walking, in a rectory. Yes. Okay. I uh, I walked in and. This man came over and said, hello. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm, I'm not him. I'm visiting. I'm just here for the... And he went, all right, sorry. It's, I've, it's, I, I didn't see. And then he gave me some post that was my brother's and said, oh. I'm sorry, this arrived. And I opened it without opening... I was thinking, how many mistaken identities can you have in one <laughs> transaction? <laughs> um, and so he'd, uh, he'd opened his post. And then that evening, I phoned a taxi in Bristol and the taxi... Uh, company said um, what's the name? I said Alan and he went okay Mr Patel <laughs> he'll be with you in five minutes <laughs> how can you miss here Alan as Mr Patel? Oh, really? that is. Were, were you, do- you weren't doing the voice I did no voice no, okay. <laughs> maybe he heard West Yorkshire and he's au fait with waves of immigration in the United Kingdom <laughs> well, but- I, I, they do have a chart I think at the uh, at Minicab Central <laughs> <laughs> a strange, strange moment that is, uh, I, sp- I suppose being mistaken for your own uh, brother is not no uh, that's fine and my mum is incandescent with rage with, where is uh, candescent? Yeah, it's a bit of West Yorkshire. Near when you said she was incandescent with rage, I thought she was in a, a gay club in Barnsley with, uh, with the girl band Rage. <laughs> it's amazing, this skill. You're like Russell Grant or something. Um, she, uh, she overheard Absolute Radio last week and somebody on air said, uh, listen to Frank and his team, Emily and Gareth, and... Oh. Yeah, oh. and you can imagine a mother hearing that. Thinking, yeah, so well, of course. Do they not know that? My Cuts right through. Knife on, cuts like a knife. Knife on the floor. She was threatening to tweet. I don't know what she was it's thinking. Why you're, not, you're not serious. She said. She said, "I want you to tell Frank. Otherwise, I'm going to go on Twitter and tweet." <laughs> but she said it in a Scottish oh, accent, and it sounds even more menacing. It's yeah. Very menacing. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. If uh, if Alan's mom is listening, the hen we call her. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, she probably gets called hen. She, no, that's she a very does Scottish get called thing. hen. Yeah. Perfect. Your mum called hen. What could be more more perfect than that? <laughs> so uh, we're, we're we're sorry, but you know, not everything's updated immediately at Absolute Radio. You should see the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and from that laugh, you'll know that that was completely serious. So um, yeah. So Frank. Yeah. I got um, busted oh. last week. The band. No. Oh, no. Okay. A good ref. Yeah, I'm oh, trying. hi, I'm Miss trying. Charlie. Um, I got busted this what week. What happened to Charlie after he left Boston? I don't know. 
He was ever so lovely. I know I'm just going to cut out that bit of Emily saying, I miss Charlie, and use it, <laughs> <laughs> use it as a trailer for when we do a biography <laughs> on, the, uh, on the show. <laughs> Many a true word. Yeah, yeah. you got busted for doing what, exactly? I got busted. Um, it was in a social context. Mm. So I'd arranged to meet a friend, and I think it was on a Thursday, and we decided to meet each other, and we didn't speak till about two... Well, we didn't speak. It got to about two o'clock, no word from her, no word from me. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when that happens, I start to think, oh, maybe we won't speak. Maybe, because as I get older, to be honest, Alan, I'd rather have a night in watching the Murdoch hearings Mm. on Sky Plus Never To Be Deleted. Again. Yeah. I had some pork medallions from M&S Count On Us in the fridge. Did you? Mm. Did they they come with chains? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have to get them separate? I'm thinking you could could mount them on a string of sausages. (laughs) Well, that's what Lady Gaga did, didn't they? Yeah, well... And I was actually looking forward to those medallions. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, I'd quite like it if she doesn't call. Mate... Well, then it got to four o'clock, Frank, no word. Now, at that point, can I tell you what happens, guys? Mm-hmm. It's called a UNB, which is the Unspoken Mutual Blowout. Ah. Are you familiar with this concept? Yeah, it's when an appointment just sort of slips away into the It ether. disappears, and you both decide, a you UNB. don't acknowledge it, but you both Tacit decide... Agreement. Exactly. Absolutely. It's an unspoken agreement, unspoken mutual blowout. So by four o'clock, I thought, we're in UNB territory here, defo UNB, no word. She gets it. I get it. Great. Those medallions, I'm thinking of them already. Gets to... Normally, by about five o'clock, you're safe. You're both safe. Six o'clock, suddenly, she totally flouts the agreement. Get a text from her. So, what time are we meeting? Oh, it's cool. like the whole universe was turned on. It's like, you can't Ooh. do that with a UMB. It's Dear. wrong. How did you take it? It was Well, I didn't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the one who breaks the arrangement. That no. flaky mm. person... So I had to meet her, but it wasn't the same. I mean, she's a nice girl, oh, but the whole... Oh, 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 did you take omb rage? Oh, very good. Omb rage. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like road rage. Omb, U-M-B, rage. U-M-B rage. Nice. Hold on, let me just write that down. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think I'll have a chance to use that again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're right. OK, forget it. <laughs> but the so whole you went, evening... you did go out, did I you? did go, but you know what? I just felt... You know, it's not on, really. We all know what the UMB is. We all do it. Has she diminished slightly as a friend for breaking this? Oh, I've written her off, totally. Oh, she's gone. Deleted. No, I'm I'm still in (laughs) touch with her. We'll speak again. When Lady Gaga dies, do you think they'll play a support medallion over each closed (laughs) eye? (laughs) (laughs) On on her deathbed. You see, Frank, can I just point out what you're meant to do... This is how you break the UMB. You need to acknowledge it, obviously. You never speak again. What you do is, at about... 8 o'clock that evening when it's way too late to meet, yeah. you send a text. The UMB initiator says, am I going mad? Or starts with that. Okay. Am I going mad? Or did we say we'd meet tonight? Mm. The UMB respondent says, oh, it's me. I've got a brain like a sieve at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. what they say. Let's rearrange. But then it's difficult, isn't it? Because sometimes you just cannot trust your friends not to be uber-efficient and you go, am I going mad? Are we meant to meet tonight? And they go, yeah, I'm in Weatherspoons. Where are you? I've been sat here for an hour and a half. I wouldn't trust my super-efficient friends to not stitch you up on the UMB guilt complex. Well, I do a thing with Emily, and she knows I do this. Is I know. I, whenever I make an arrangement, <laughs> I'll always text her day before, usually, and saying, are we still meeting tomorrow night? 
Because I always think if she's been asked out by someone more famous. Oh, really? It's so unfair and not true, and it really upsets me. And once he, he texts me and he said, am I still seeing you tonight? Are you going out with Jimmy Carr? <laughs> well, that was just a name chosen at random. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you would never be on the receiving end of a UMB. I consider it a treat and a delight to see you. Okay, see, I'm, that's, I'm that's not the other trailer. <laughs> I'm, I'm not often a UMB person, but with the caveat, when hungover, I think different rules apply. You mm. can kind of go, well, let's just not speak of any arrangements that I've made for a 24-hour period, surely. Oh, yeah. That seems fair enough, doesn't it? But I'd be I'd be horrified if I was getting into staying in mode and then had to go out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, you can't... The, the pork medallions would have killed me. That's, mm. <laughs> I would have been just thinking... What, what if I'd got my tracksuit bottoms on and my big, uh, oh. my big floppy sweatshirt and then, then I got the call? Oh, you can never go out then, surely. Oh, it doesn't stop Daily Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. But what does? (laughs) That is a great reference, because didn't he turn up in jogging bottoms to the Sports Personality of the Year? I think think at a wedding. And everything. He went to a wedding, but he did wear a white white shell suit as a kind of a... And the jogging bottoms. I might have cut the picture out. Might be somewhere stuck on my fridge. Brilliant. Near a christening font. I did a... Do you remember that... TV show The Bobble, I think it did one series, and you had to be locked oh, yeah. away for oh, four yeah. or five days. And, and then you had Vicky you Corran and um, who was the other man? Reg, Reg, uh, Reginald D. Hunter, That's I was with. Mm. And, um, and we, uh, <laughs> so I just remember at the time I said, Yeah, you remember, what's his name? Reginald, Reginald. <laughs> oh, Frank. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't done that for a long time. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, when you're in the bubble, you have to... Because you have to be kept away from all the news and everything, mm-hmm. uh, you have to hand them your phone, laptop and everything, and they keep that away from you. That's how, that's how it works. And when they gave me my phone back, I'd been in there for five days, and on my phone I'd had two texts and three emails <laughs> in five <laughs> days. <laughs> and that's a bit what my life is like. I think my friends, they, they tend to be in, in my heart rather than my appointments book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I That's know. That's nice. I've got friends that I never see from one year to the next, but I still feel you very close to them. turned a negative into a positive there. Yeah, you? exactly. into a bit of poetry. It's love, in touch love without inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's, you know that feeling when you just... Honestly, I still I still care about them. Yeah. And, you know, meeting them again might only diminish that. <laughs> yeah. Why risk it? That's, that's, that's my view. Have we heard anything else from the outside world? Yes, we have. We've had uh, an email in, actually, Frank. Mm. And I know we were talking about your other Luco-like, David Ricardo, mm. the systematic economist. Yeah. Um... But this is to your other lookalike, yeah, Frank and Ulrich. What is a systematic economy? Does that mean that some of them are a bit haphazard? <laughs> yeah. The non-thorough economy, it's that's sort of, what you want. It's a it? sort of grease lightning thing. I like that someone was known as the slipshod economist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why can't I look like him? He's all maverick and individual. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... This is, uh, dear Frank, this is from Neil, was listening to your great podcast in my car on Monday when I heard, that must have been a couple of weeks back, when must I heard... one that, of the long ones, that's what he means by the great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Do you mean like the Wall of China? Yeah. Is it that kind of analogy? <laughs> uh, when I heard that Kath likes Ulrich Schnauss. Why do we do our terracotta podcast? 
Looking forward to that. <laughs> Ulrich Schnauz. Oh, mm. To say that my girlfriend, Kath, likes Ulrich Schnauz is something of an understatement. Obsessed. I mean, she, she is obsessed with it. Ulrich Schnauz is a uh, German shoegaze um, music. When I say shoegaze, I don't mean those sort of men saying, no, you look really good in here. I mean, it, it's shoegaze music he does. And uh, sort of, uh, to me, it sounds... I don't know what that means, I'm it sorry. Sounds, it sounds... It's a sort of a dark trance music. OK. Are you okay. with me? Mm, very much so. Ambient. All right. Yeah, yeah. So Neil says so there's a lot of ambience. That there was that night when he didn't turn up because it was an ambience strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, sorry, yes. Um, German. Neil says I'm a huge fan myself. Ah. Yeah. Went home, looked out a picture of him on his website. He does look like you. Really? Oh, he's not. He's not the best looking. Great to know of another fan. Go on, play a track of his on your show. You'd get brownie points. Keep up the great work. He also says, by the way, a new Ulrich Schnauss collaborative album was released recently. May I suggest it as a surprise present for Kath, if she doesn't know about it already? Well, she will oh, know she about will. it. Believe me, she'll know about it. As for brownie points, what about this reef knot? <laughs> of course, it doesn't, you can't really see it on the podcast, but I'm pretty... Look at that. You pull on that. Pull on that. Pull on that. Does it budge? No. Taut. Yeah. Oh, well, I couldn't eat anything else. <laughs> no, well, I, I went to... I've, I've seen Ulrich. We discovered Ulrich Schnauss together. We were at the Big Chill... I don't, oh, know if, yeah. I don't know if you're uh, aware of it's the a festival, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, it is, um, it is. It also, I think it's um, the first time I met Doctor Fox. It was oh. what I felt. <laughs> but we won't go. We won't go into big chill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, I, I sensed hostility first time. Did he, you? He, he thought. Right. But anyway, this is too big a story. To go <laughs> he thought. But, yeah, he he, jo- he John, as I say. Yeah, he did. <laughs> John Thor. Yeah, he, had, he had the bad leg and everything. <laughs> but I, um, I uh, went to the Big Chill, which is a festival in uh, sort of in the Midlands, Worcesterish, and uh, and with Kath. And we, you know, you just wander around the festival, and we heard this music, and it, it is good, Ulrich's mm-hmm. there. And we went, and I sat and listened, and it was great. And Kath stood dancing in a kind of ethereal way. I mean, it was. I think I've mentioned. Uh, before on it about that bit on Tom and Jerry when the the cat you know when the cat smells fish and 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 the vapor goes up his nostrils and his 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 legs leave the floor mm. and he's, yeah. he's, uh, she was like she was went to a, a whole different plane. Mm. Um, I'm not worried about repetition by the way because I think it was the fall in their song repetition oh. who spoke of the three R's repetition repetition and repetition. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Anyway, it was great. So we've been to a few gigs together, and 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 uh, she's such a fan. I, I was with her once, and, and he does quite small gigs. And we saw him at, near the bar, Ulrich Schnauss. And I said, "I'll introduce you." Not that I know him, but I thought. Mm. So I went up, and and you know, and uh, and introduced, and she was very nervous, and he was very German, and uh, and that was that. But the next time she saw him, she went over she's and i don't know if you know about this em she she yeah. hugged she gave him a bit of a hug he's got quite long hair and as she gave him a hug she his hair some of his hair went in her mouth <laughs> <laughs> and she retched so, <laughs> so she sort of you know said i'm a massive fan of yours and he said oh yes of course i remember you and they hugged and she, oh, <laughs> right right next to his ear as well. <laughs> and um it hasn't... I don't think it's gone so well since. 
Because she found no, an well, email number and she's, you know, she emails him and talks about I think he's terrified of her, to be absolutely honest. But aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he thinks that she's a, a stalker. Oh. Where he's got that idea from, <laughs> I'll never know. But honestly, I've never known anyone as obsessed with one musician as uh, as she is with Ulrich now. And this is coming from you, a fan of the four. Yeah, it's, it's even. Wow. Be, I know. I've never had. Uh, I think if you got Marky Smith's hair in your mouth, you'd die. <laughs> Without even wretching, just immediate death. Without <laughs> well, wretching, you'd be you'd be you'd be dead before you hit the ground. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.